Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel, and as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life and business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. I'm so excited to open up 2023 with this spectacular human being who has been a mentor of mine for the last, I'd say, six months and has really been a catalyst to alchemizing my life and business. And that's actually one of the many ways you could describe Tracy Yates. She is an alchemist. She is a mentor. She's a strategist and an incredible human being with big thoughts, and big leadership. And I am so excited to bring her on today because I knew I wanted to talk to her about the ambition paradox and how this can plateau you in your business, no matter where you are. And I think it's really timely this time of year to open up this discussion as we hit the ground running, set these big audacious goals, have big vision for what we want to accomplish how can we get out of the way of actualizing these things? And I can't think of anybody better than Tracy to have this discussion and to arm you with some really great thought leadership to support you as you move forward in 2023. So Tracy, what a gift to have you on the podcast today. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, Jen, thank you so much. What a lovely introduction. And I I love that we get to have this conversation not as mentor and mentee, but as as really as both as leaders. So I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Thanks for having me. I'm really glad you're here. And I just want to dive right in because this is a big conversation and I want to make sure I get as much out of it as I possibly can for the audience who don't know you because you are so profound and have so many incredible insights. So I would love to dive into what is, in fact, ambition paradox? How do you describe that? Where did this come from? And and how could we better understand what that means for us? Yeah. So the ambition paradox really came from my own journey. Um, And I, just to give a little bit of background, um, how I got here is I've been a serial entrepreneur for over two decades. Um, I've built three companies, one into an eight-figure business serving the world's leading brands like Google and Disney and Amazon. And, you know, it's through my own experience of constantly achieving, constantly moving from milestone to milestone and, and reaching a goal or reaching an achievement. And just feeling 
oh, and then moving on to the next. And through that experience, I, I couldn't even enjoy everything that I had accomplished externally. When we think about that, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're so driven and everything is on us, right? Our business is on us. But what's happening is we spend so much time looking outwards and focusing on strategy and focusing on, you know, jumping from this coach to that coach to looking to other people to tell us and give us the answers when actually we have everything we need within. So that's that's the the lead up to what the ambition paradox is and it it really is this insidious pattern that i see really in all my clients i work with six figure i work with seven i work with nine figure leaders and it's rampant in any income level and and they're so ingrained that we don't even realize that we're doing it, nor do we realize that it's actually stopping us from getting where we want to go. So, so these behaviors are responses to these deep inner emotional and energetic wounds that have been with us for decades. And they're hidden. We can't see them. No matter, you know, they're called blind spots for a reason. So so the ambition paradox really is our response to those. Um, and I really describe it in, in six phases. The first one being immediately dropping into the how. And what I mean by that is we come up with an idea. We have this urge to create something, to build something, to put it out into the world. And we immediately jump to how are we going to do it? How is it going to work? How do we get it out there, right? And so we move as fast as possible to figure it out and get it done. I just want to pause for a second because as you said that, and I, I believe what a lot of people are going to hear as they listen to you is like the, oh, she she knows. <laughs> um, <laughs> how did she know that? Because when I first met you, I mean, it was a very fast and and furious yes for me to hire you. I, I really didn't know much about you at all, but when we had our conversation and just casually wanting to meet one another, it was so apparent to me, but I'll be honest with you, the spark to hire you was the how, you know, I knew you had had success. You had built this massive company. I knew that you worked with big leaders. And so I was like, Tracy's going to tell me how, how to go to this next level. And that hasn't been my experience at all. So I just wanted to pause and like put that in there as a personal testament to this, that I was absolutely acting in how can I grow to this next level? And instead of just re realizing who I am. So I'm excited for you to share the other side of this. How do we work through that? Yeah. So, that's perfect. And I think that's what, again, right? Most people, that's where they start. Like, okay, how do I do it? How do I do it? And the thing is, if we're, we're so focused, all of our, you know, resources and energy and attention goes to the how, we're completely missing our own unique genius, our power, and really what we're meant to do in this world. And 
I understand why we want to figure out the how, right? But but if we we keep in this loop of okay, this isn't working. So now I'm going to go to this coach or I'm going to look at this strategy or I'm going to try this tactic. I'm going to throw everything in and this isn't working. And so we're constantly in this loop of it's not working. What do I do? And it really keeps us from accessing our own solutions, which we have, right? And it halts our creativity. And on top of this, all of this is a huge energy leak. It's a complete waste of time. So instead of focusing on how, we focus on who do we need to be? Who do we need to be to have these opportunities, to step into this leadership role, to to hold this bigger level of success and income? It's a very different energy. And it's really what I call magnetic. And we spoke about this yesterday on our coaching call because that was one of my biggest realizations in 2023 with where I sort of see the vision going, where I can feel myself gravitating towards. It was definitely a very clear understanding that had far less to do with how I was going to do it and, and the ways and how many clients and et cetera, et cetera, and more of who do I need to become in order to acquire this vision and, and make it my reality. And it's it feels so fitting to becoming iconic because you are much more articulate <laughs> than I have been around this. But that was really the seed of becoming the best, most fullest version of yourself and pursuing that more mm-hmm. than these goals and achievements, because I just believe they're a byproduct of our leadership. Absolutely. And and we can never outperform our own self-identity. So if we are constantly looking to experts and other people, um, other industry leaders to, to mimic what they're doing, it's we're we're just becoming trying to become a copycat of them instead of stepping into who we truly are. And you know, I and I think this kind of goes into another piece of the ambition paradox that I see is comparisonitis. And this is a huge, huge one. And you know, not to call anybody out, but no matter how externally successful you are, if you don't feel whole and you're not aligned with your authenticity, with your really your superpowers, right? Your brilliance, you're constantly going to be looking to other people to give you those cues. And that's not leadership. And so this comparisonitis, or did you want to say something, Jen? Yeah, I just wanted to add in something really interesting just to, to give a reflection because you weren't calling me out, but I I am happily available to own the things that I am continuing to work through. And one of the things I have realized is we never do outgrow these things. We just get better at maneuvering through them. And when we first met, 
comparisonitis was still a big factor in distraction for me and feeling not enough and feeling like I needed to do something differently. And even comparing where I saw people duplicating or copying some of my work and feeling really agitated by that. And it was really pulling me back from focusing on the things that I could do really well in order to continue the business to blossom and impact and create. And what has really been a huge thing for me to pull me out of that was finding my differentiator, identifying, you know, we've heard it called as like the it factor. How am I different and how can I, you know, sort of create my own unique experience or a business? And when you really land on that and you start to realize, wow, this is really special. There aren't other people doing it the way I'm doing it. I feel like that is the biggest antidote to curing comparisonitis because you no longer need to compare. There's nothing to compare to. It turns into now watching other people and being inspired through them versus thinking, oh, I should, or I could, or why not me? Those types of energies that are just so depleting. Yes, absolutely. And and it really, right, it, you can't even see your genius, right? Your di- differentiator, your it factor, because you're so busy, dazzled, looking at, you know, these people who are shouting at the rooftops about their income goals for the month or, you know, how much they're charging for their coaching. And, and here's the thing, right? Is, um, it, it feeds this insecurity. It feeds these doubts. It feeds our not enoughness. It's like fuel to that fire. And that is the biggest killer, not only to our dreams, but from our business growth and personal success. So I, I love that you said that because it's, it feels sometimes uncomfortable to say, oh, okay, I'm a leader, but I was looking at so-and-so and so-and-so, right? And and it almost tells us that, oh, well, we're not as good as them because they're promoting this or they're saying these results. And at the end of the day, it's not about even being as good as them or or looking to other people because your unique genius, no one else can replicate. No one else can replicate the work I do, right? No one else can replicate the work you do, your expression, your authenticity. It's, it's not possible. And if we lean more into that, if we allow ourselves to see that and take the leap into that, the path becomes wide open. So what would you say then, Tracy, to someone who is really knee deep in this mucky mess of comparison, feeling like she charges this and I, I'm not, and she's had this success and I'm not, or she's launching this many programs I should be. What would you say to her right now? What would be that one tip that could maybe shake her a little bit and get her out of this mucky mess and into feeling really crystal clear and assured of what she offers? Yeah. Well, I I think I would say two things, maybe not just one. I think I would say two. And I think one of the things that I'm also seeing 
quite a bit of is, you know, there's been a huge, huge um, growth in entrepreneurship through COVID in the last two years, and which is a wonderful, beautiful thing. And entrepreneurship is, it's a unique breed. And we have to understand that prioritizing, we under-prioritize what it means to be successful and to grow a business. We, we, we don't know if we haven't lived and breathed it. And as someone who has lived and breathed it for over two decades, and I'm still standing, is business takes time. And give yourself the permission to grow, to explore, to try new things. It's not about getting to the finish line. So that's the first thing I would say. And the second thing is, you know, this comparisonitis and all of these really ambition paradox behaviors is really about going deep into your internal healing. And many times it's, it's, we need support externally because these are parts and pieces of us that are hidden from us. We can't see them and they're not they're not really uncovered through meditation and journaling and mantras. And, you know, it's, it's really about going and doing the deep work and elevating your identity and your energy. So I just want to pause for a second because you said elevating your identity and your energy. And I just think that's worth hearing again is so good. And it's interesting because doing that inner work, Tracy, I think you and I both agree is not the sexy work. I mean, we want to learn the strategy to grow, you know, your Instagram to tens of thousands or how to make millions. And that is like this shiny object constantly taking our attention away from some of the best work we could do to be able to create some of those outcomes, which is the healing. And it doesn't feel good. It is not sexy and shiny, but it is, I believe, and I'm going to be bold enough to say a necessity, a have to in order to really create the most fulfilling life. It's, it is the, the foundation to being, to hold beautiful things, whether that's successes or relationships or even just self-actualizing. So I really appreciate that. But you mentioned something in that first one, and I'm probably leading you into the third portion of the ambition hmm. paradox we're going to talk about today because this is important. This is really important. This is why I knew I wanted to have you come on early in the year is you talked about urgency. And this was to me one of the biggest aha moments I had with you because it's not it wasn't new to me the concept, but I needed to have the mirror shown to me how it was living out in my day-to-day life and business. I'd love you to maybe explain a little bit more around urgency. Yeah. Well, and, and this, I call it the unnecessary urgency, right? So we talked about dropping into the how I kind of skipped over a couple of other, the, of the, uh, phases, but it's about, uh, self-doubt, right. And ruminating and perfectionism. But when we're in this comparisonitis and looking at what everyone else is doing, it triggers this unnecessary urgency. And this is where everything 
needs to happen now. Everything is urgent. It creates chaos. And we move so quickly to try and accomplish our to-do list or check off this or check off that. And, and, you know, we've done this and we've done that, right? And we move so quickly that we actually miss the most important part of the process, which is presence and joy and the expansion of ourselves. We completely miss that. And this, this is the biggest thief of joy and success. And it's a trauma response. At the end of the day, that's what's driving this. And, you know, it's, it's something personally I know very, very, very well. And as somebody who's, you know, who holds a lot of responsibility, I feel like the work that I do is a huge responsibility and a business, right? And my family and my husband and my, my hobbies and right, all of the things. And if we are moving through that in our business, I can assure you that pattern is also showing up in our personal life and it's impacting our relationships. It's impacting how we relate to our kids. It's taking away everything that we can experience from a joy and happiness perspective. So if we look at that and really notice how we're moving through the day, it's one of the biggest, biggest learnings, I think, from from business and, and in life in general. In all spheres of life. Yeah. And and I I really feel this one tremendously. This feeling of I should be further along. I should be doing the things. Like it's so many shoulds. Are there specific traumas related to this? So can you help us identify maybe some of the the traumas that you see often when it comes to that sense of urgency and needing to have everything right away and it's not enough right now. Are, are there some identifiable traumas that relate to this or is it really just how we responded to a trauma? Yeah. You know, you know, trauma, trauma tends to get, I think, overused now, which is, it's a great thing. People, listen, we all need to heal. It's, it's crucial, but you know, trauma comes in all different shapes and sizes. And when we look at this need to perform, to get it done, to be the best, you know, this is all stemming from not being seen, not being heard, not being loved. So, I mean, those are general and everybody's story is slightly different within that, but it's our need to prove that we are enough that we are good enough, that we are successful. So that's the, that's the trauma trigger, if you will. And, and entrepreneurship for the most part, at least what I've seen again through myself with my clients, this is the driving factor in why they even started their businesses. Wow. Can you explain that? I'd like you to go a bit deeper on that because I know your thought is big. So can you go deeper? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, we talked about, right, we talked about entrepreneurship as being this special breed, right? And because our business will only grow as far as we rise and expand, because we can't outperform who we believe ourselves to be. And so most entrepreneurs, they have to be very driven, high achievers, highly ambitious, because it takes a lot, right, of not only effort and strategy, of course, that's important. But you mentioned this earlier, it's the most, one of the most important and under-prioritized things about entrepreneurship is the, is having the conviction and the personal confidence and resilience and know that this is meant for you. And so we overcompensate, most entrepreneurs and overachievers, we overcompensate and step into these roles because we're our drive is to prove that we are good, we are great, we are exceptional because we didn't get it growing up. And oftentimes that's also passed down through ancestral trauma. I mean, trauma is, is far reaching. It's not just about childhood, but it's, it's what kind of propels us into these roles because we can overcompensate and prove it's the best way to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I just relate to that so much as, as an achiever and someone who definitely felt like my performance is where I found love and celebration and acceptance and was seen as a child. I definitely see why entrepreneurship is even comfortable for me. Like to live in that realm feels comfortable because I've been doing it for most of my life, but I've learned to heal and learn to also not totally reject the achievement in me. I mean, there is a level of productivity and a level of leadership and achievement that is required to build a successful business. So it's not that it, and I know you're not saying this, but it's not that it's all bad. That's what I've learned. It's how to find myself in these moments of that unnecessary urgency to, to be able to identify that in a more expedited way and then to course correct or shift into gratitude, joy, um, acceptance, love, in that moment. And that's one of the questions that's sort of ringing in my my mind right now are people right now listening going, "Oh my goodness, this this podcast was for me. I am constantly looking for the how. I'm hiring coach after coach after coach for them to tell me how to build this business. Nobody's telling me how to do it and I'm not getting my investment worth." I mean, I hear this all the time because they're looking outside of themselves for answers. The second one being comparison. I don't think anybody if we're being honest listening to this right now has been immune to that. And maybe right now you're heavily in comparison. Like what is that person doing and what should I be doing this year? And what are they charging, et cetera, et cetera. And then the third thing is that urgency, which really kind of encompasses all of that, doesn't it? Because we can have this unnecessary urgency to learn the how. We can have this unnecessary urgency that's sort of stems and sparks from the comparison So how, with someone right now listening to this, how can she or he tame this down, like settle this down and really sink into their own personal power? What what can we give them right now 
to help them course correct in their own lives. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, a lot of the work that I do is because it's it's on an energetic level, right? Which is difficult to describe articulately in words. We can do our best, right? But a lot of this is comes back to feeling how we feel. How do you feel in your body? And I think, you know, when we're talking about this ambition paradox and we're doing all the things and, you know, pulled in this direction and looking in this direction and moving so quickly, we're completely disconnected from ourselves and our body. Our body is one of our biggest tools and and compasses for what's going on within us and around us. So I would say that if if you find yourself in this this paradox, if you can catch yourself and and stop, pull back, take a minute and just check in with yourself, that in itself is a pattern interrupt. And it stops that pattern of thinking. It stops that energy, right? And you can sort of, you can recalibrate into a different way, a different energy. So it can be as simple as I get up from my desk. I put, you know, a timer, a timer on my calendar and every whatever hour and a half, two hours, whatever you want to do, I get up and I move. I just walk, I take a breath, I move to a different room, whatever it is, it breaks the pattern and we can come back to ourselves. So it's really the best advice is to slow down and check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling rushed that you're moving through emails and tasks? Are you stuck in social social media and a scroll hole and looking at this person and that person? Right? We we do so many things during the day that we don't even realize that is a huge huge energy suck and energy drain. So if you can just notice and do a pattern interrupt, it helps instantly. And I think the other just note that we don't realize and don't think about is that, you know, we're all here having a human experience. And if we're not experiencing, we're not evolving, we're not growing. And rather than beating ourselves up that, you know, we've thought this way, we're in doubt, we're in fear, or we're scrolling or whatever we're doing, right? All the patterns we talked about today. Instead of beating ourselves up for it, it's the success is recognizing it and how quickly we can shift out of it into a more heightened, calm state of energy. That's the success where we don't get pulled and stuck in these spirals, but instead we see it, we recognize it, and we can move forward. Mm. Amen to that. Awareness, self-awareness. 
that is like mastery to me because <laughs> it's so easy. Yes. And we've been conditioned to look and be aware of everything else surrounding us and what people are doing and the environments we're in and the trends and all the things. That is, that's easy to me. That's easy. That that's what most, if I can say most of us, if not all of us, at to some extent are participating in, but the self-mastery of paying attention to how we're feeling, sitting for a second with that feeling and asking ourselves, what would I actually like to feel in this moment? What is my truth in this moment? What am I desiring in this moment? Those interruptions, as you call it, and disruptions are so incredibly powerful. And then that producing that I believe so many of us are are wanting to to do and, and achieve and like check off the list in the day, that actually ends up becoming far more efficient when we're coming at it from this peaceful, assured, poised place versus this fanatical, high energy, low vibe place of needing to do, 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 do. And the more I do, the more I will acquire. It's it's so so contradictory to what we've been told that doing less, yeah. you could have potentially acquire more. What? That's not what I was yeah. told, you know? Right. Right. And, and I think that, you know, this can be also, you know, our brains, right. Our brains are wired to process and to figure things out. Right. That's, that's our brain's job. So oftentimes, and I know you and I have talked about a little bit about this too. And I see you know, there's an understanding about energy and um, it can really go too far down an, a, a path of, well, you can just manifest and call everything in and not do anything. And while that can happen, that will only also get you so far, right? So it's it's really looking at not only our businesses, but our lives as this this interconnected ecosystem. We need to have all of it, right? And when all of it is working and running, that's when it becomes easy. When we're doing the action that we're excited about, when we're taking the effort that lights us up, not because we have to, or someone told us we had to write content that looks this way or says this, that's, that's not the right energy. That's a completely different energy. And so if we look at our ecosystem and if it's all running together, that's the mastery, right? You're talking about that's when there's the freedom. That's when there's the ease. That's when there's the joy and you can have all of it. Right. And, and, you know, and I think when we talk about energy too, we think about Oh, maybe it's energy healing. I know energy can be a abstract kind of concept for people. And the energy, the energetics that we're talking about, it's not energy healing. We're talking about our unique vibration, our beacon, our signature. And it, and it really is how it shows up in how we speak. It shows up in the words we use. It shows up in our tone of voice. Are we desperate for clients? Oh my gosh, we've got to get people. Or are we showing up in our power and expressing ourselves? 
right? And it shows up in our body language. And it means, you know, are we leading from fear or insecurity? Or do we communicate with our team and our clients with conviction? Do we get overwhelmed and stressed out when bigger opportunities show up? Or do we hold higher levels of success with ease? Right? Do we do we sabotage our progress and decide we're not going to take action because we're afraid of what someone else might think? Or do we undoubtedly move forward with certainty? This is energy. And I hope that people felt that the way I was using it and 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 mimicking it and manipulating it. Because energy speaks louder than any words or action. Amen, Tracy. And I did feel that. I did feel that as you were talking. It was like my whole body was screaming, yes, yes, yes. Because that's ultimately, I think, our most natural state. I really do. Like, And people would say that feels so unnatural. It's just because I believe we've been acting on fear, doubt, worry, guilt, shame, these these things that are just the thief of joy. And they're a part of our human yeah. experience. We're not going to ever eliminate those things. They're, they're going to be there. But I, I feel like you and I actually both, I, I hope that everybody heard this, but you and I both have said this. And I, I believe this is really the seed that can sprout for people from this podcast is it's not taking these things away. It's not avoiding these feelings, these circumstances. It's the way you lead through them. It's the way you disrupt the loop and patterns that have not been serving you. That will be the catalyst to that next evolution expansion of yourself and your business and your relationships and all the things. So I really, really appreciate that. Tracy, you know, I could talk your ear off. I mean, I have a thousand questions in my mind just from our own conversations of that. I could, I could just do like this rapid fire with you, to be honest. But I also want people to come over and spend time with you because your posts are so potent and so thoughtful and so like stretchy. They really make you think and contemplate, which I really appreciate on social media because that's that's my jam. Where can people go find you to dig deeper into the ambition paradox, legendary leadership, energetics, becoming their best selves? Where, Where can they go? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. It's I am Tracy Yates. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, Tracy Yates. Um, but maybe what we can do too, Jen, is um, I developed um, an energetic assessment and personal analysis that decodes and really demystifies your strengths, your hidden opportunities that are really halting your personal and business growth. So maybe we can drop that link um, and people can also check that out if they're interested. Um, but I, I, I'd I, love to, of course, I know we could talk for hours, but I hope this was helpful today and really inspires the entrepreneurs, the leaders, you know, the women who are born to create and build and know they're meant for greatness to start 2023 with a different energy and really help them move past these, these insidious patterns that keep us all 
stuck. Mm. Well, I know for sure that people are feeling a little exposed because we all are. I mean, this is just, this is the power of podcasts and conversation and leadership. It's like, Ooh, ah, eek, you know, yeah, I'm doing those things, but I hope that, and I, I'm assuming that this conversation rattled people a little bit to take a breath, inhale what they desire, exhale those things that are not serving them and to be more self-aware and to be more assured of who they are and their own divine timing, that there is no race, there is no finish line, and we all get to create these big abundant lives if we just allowed it to unfold the way I believe it's meant to unfold. We get in our own way so often. So thank you for teaching us how to get out of a plateau how to get out of our own way, and how to welcome in more of those dreams, desires, goals, outcomes that we truly want to to taste and and savor and be a part of. So I really appreciate you, Tracy. You have been extraordinary in my own life and business, and I can advocate for your coaching and support. It's been tremendous. And I really do appreciate your thought leadership and how you see the world and how you teach in the world. Thank you so much for all that you do. Oh, thank you for saying that. I, I, I love you so much. You're, you're amazing. And I'm, I'm so thrilled for all that's coming your way and all the beautiful things that you're stepping into. Um, it's just, it's such a pleasure and exciting part for me to be a part of that. So, so thank you. Okay, friends go apply this. This is not one of those conversations that you go, oh, that felt so good. And you continue about your day. This is a moment of pause and reflection. You get to disrupt right now in this moment and sort of ask yourself, what was my takeaway from today? What has this brought forward for me? What do I need to pay attention to? And how can I make 2023 the year that I become the version that is able to hold, celebrate, be in gratitude of and enjoy all the fruits of my labor. I I pray that for you. So thanks again, Tracy, and we'll see you next week, friends. Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co.co. Now let's go make it a great day. 